Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I am your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What's up, what's up, podcast people, I said podcast people, that's about as low as I can get, right there, boom, man, happy day, right, hope you guys are doing well, I am good, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm just gonna jump right into it, I am loving the fact that I get to watch college football every weekend. Dude, right? Like, it's good. It's fun. Especially when you see some of the upsets that we've seen. And season just started. I mean, man, this past weekend, how about how about a little App State? Huh? How about a little App State with the win over Texas A&M? Oh, 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 oh. oh and you also have the Thundering Herd from Marshall, beating Notre Dame. Uh, I think Notre Dame is in trouble. I, I'm no expert. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I see, folks. But I tell you what, here's what I know, um, and college football really brings this out. Everybody loves a good upset, right? Okay, okay, hold on. Almost everybody loves a good upset. Um, it, it's fun. It's fun to pull for the underdog, unless... You're the top-rated team in the fight, yeah? And then, like, if you are the top-rated team and you're playing the underdog, like, and you lose, mm, it's just, it, that's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, the fans, man, you talk about some armchair quarterbacks and coaches from the from the bleachers. Yelp, it starts. But I think that we love pulling for the underdog because we love an even fight. But I also think it goes a lot further than that. I think, you know, like we love pulling for the one that has the odds stacked against them. They're outmatched, outnumbered, outdone in every way. And they still got a shot, right? I think it gives us hope in some crazy kind of way. Hope that the little guy always has a shot. The little guy, like don't count the little guy out. The little guy in the fight, what was that saying? It's not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah, I've well, I mean, I've pretty much lived my entire life like that. So, um, But I, I think it gives us hope that the little guy is, you know, don't count him out. Don't, don't, oh, come on now. You got to gotta play it out. And I think for, for Christians, the biblical story that everybody always goes to for this is, of course, David and Goliath, right? It is the underdog go-to story. We love to see, quote-unquote, Goliath, a giant, some form or fashion. We love to see Goliath be taken down by somebody that has no business doing so. I, I love it. I love it in sports. I love it in life. Um, it's just, I don't know, again, kind of gives you that like spark of hope right? But as I got to thinking about this, this story, 
the more and more I think we've looked at this all wrong. Or for me, I know that I've looked at it all wrong. I have, I've never read the story of David and Goliath and went, well, duh, of course David wins. He has God on his side. I mean, I've just never, that's not been my first thing. Like, I think about how many times I've put myself in David's place. No, not the place of a, a winner, but the place of a little guy that is outmatched in every way. And I so easily forget that the battle that we're all fighting, assuming, this is a big assumption, assuming that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but I easily forget that the battle we're all fighting, if we know Jesus, it's already won. David defeating Goliath is only part of the story. It is literally one piece of a very large puzzle. And and don't get me wrong. Yes, that piece is a very important piece, but it's not David's whole story. And I think we have to be careful here not to sway too far uh, to, to one side or the other. And this is what I mean by that. Like, on one hand, yes, God was with David, and he defeated a giant, but David still had other battles in his life. God does not fix all things on this side of eternity. Now, here's the other side of the coin. On the other hand, we cannot underestimate the power of having God for us, having God on our side, having God with us. And I think we just like every underdog, uh, should go into every situation thinking, (laughs) so you're saying I got a shot. (laughs) So even when things are outmatched, so you're saying there's a chance, right? And I think think for most of us, we err on one side or the other. I know for me, I am always feeling like the underdog. Um, I know I, I talk a big talk in... Uh, you know, kind of have that, uh, hey, I've got it all together. Hey, boom, like, don't come at me. But I know, like, I always feel like I am the underdog, wanting and hoping for things to work out, but kind of knowing in the back of my mind, like, kind of knowing that, holy cow, like, what a long shot that would be. But, this is big butt, big booty Judy. But I also think that has fueled me along in in so many of my life situations because I also think, man, what a long shot, but how amazing if it happens, right? Like I, I, I some people revel in being the underdog. Um, some people hate it because they feel like the odds are stacked against them. I, I'm one of those people, I kind of revel in it. Like if you tell me that something is is too big or it's too too much to handle, like it's it's out of my scope, there is nothing, <laughs> nothing I want to do more than prove you wrong. So I, I live in this place of feeling like the underdog that always has a chance to tip the scale in my favor. And I, I don't know, I kind of, I thrive. I thrive living in that spot. And honestly, I, I really think there is nothing more dangerous or more powerful than an underdog that always thinks they have a chance, right? Like, I know in athletics, it's kind of like, man, you know, like back in the day, I know I've said it a lot, like I, I played at a small Division One school. Um, I played at Furman University. It was a small Division One school. And um, I can remember, like, it, my four years as a player, like, we, we won a ton of games. Like, won games we had no business winning. 
But at the time, and I don't know if it was just like us being naive about the situation or dumb. Like there's a fine line between being naive and just being plain dumb. Um, I I know I walked that line a lot, but I think uh, back when we were in college, we had a, a team full of girls that maybe we were just naive. Like we didn't, we didn't know that we were supposed to lose, you know, when we played Texas A&M. We didn't know that we were supposed to lose when we played people like Florida State. And again, if you know anything about Furman, it is, it's, it's a really small Division One school. Like it, we're talking less than 3,000 kids go there. So yeah, so when we, we go down and we're playing these big dogs, we were just a bunch of punks that were kind of like, hey, like, don't count us out till it's over, baby. Let's go. Um, so it's it's kind of I don't know. I like I like being in that place of feeling like the underdog. That kind of there's always a shot. There's always a chance. So um, and I do. I, I think that's just a it's a it's a dangerous place to be um, for somebody that is is going to overlook an underdog. But it's also a very powerful place. And I love that. I love of you know thinking about things that could be right. So. My question to you guys this week is, are you living like you have the power of the Holy Spirit residing inside you and you are capable of great things through the power of God? Like, are you living like that? Or are you living like everything is a stinking uphill freaking battle and you never feel as if you have a shot at winning? Like, you always feel like, man... The odds are always stacked against me. Like, there, there's no sense in trying. Like, there's no way I'm going to quote-unquote win or succeed or be at the top. So, that's my question for you guys this week. Um, and, I, you know, looking back, like how we started this whole conversation, we started talking about college football and how these, you know, I say little guys, like a little guy like App State versus Texas A&M. But... App State, in their minds, they've worked their tails off. I guarantee you there's not one player on that team that's like, I don't know, it was just a real surprise. Like, they, they're they in the offseason working their tails off going, hey, we're going to be a worthy opponent, right? And the same thing, like, I mean, here, here with Marshall, if you – if your mascot is the thundering herd, like you, you better put some stuff together, right? <laughs> the thundering herd. But seriously, I, I, I think like these guys, like they're they're putting in the work. Like they're not, they're not putting in the work and going, hey, you know what, guys, it's okay. We don't we don't really have to practice hard today, uh, you know, because we're we're not a power five. Hey, we we really don't have to practice all that hard today because. You know, we're, we're not the SEC, so, hey, let's take it easy. Let's back off a little bit, all right? Take the, take your foot off the gas pedal. Come on now. If we were in the SEC, it'd be different. No, like, these teams are going, man, we're stinking App State. Like, let's go. Like, let's – we're going to – in order to keep us down, like, you're going to have to freaking work for that. And, man, I just – I love that. I there's, – there's nothing that gets me more fired up than that. But – Back to those questions and how are you living right now? Oh my gosh! Like, it, it, let, let's let's go back to to being an underdog. Being an underdog. Here's the thing: it's great, but another another big booty Judy. But you have to get your mind right if you're going to honor God in the battle, right? Like like God is not honored by a weak mindset, thinking that you're never gonna quote unquote win and God is also not honored in having you think that you personally 
can win in your own strength. So either way, like we gotta we gotta get our minds right. Because the other thing that that I know, just like a, a football game, again, I kind of relate everything to uh, athletics or or some type of of athletic analogy. But um, everything's a battle, right? Like everything is is a a battle, like a contest that is going to to push your limits. And so life, like we have those seasons in life where you feel, man, I am right in the middle of the stinking battlefield. You know, and, and you're thinking, there's no way. There's no way. Like, there, there's too much against me right now. Um, and so I, I think that God is honored when we when we have our minds right. And we go into that battle going, hey, I'm a worthy opponent because I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Come on now. Come on. Right? I, I Man, I am, I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. Like, dude, it, it's, yeah, I have God within me. Come on. Come on, what you going to throw at me? What you going to throw? So, hopefully some of this is clicking and making a little bit of sense. I know some of you guys still haven't got over the fact that I'm talking about App State and Marshall uh, beating Texas A&M and Notre Dame. But uh, hopefully you were able to kind of go through, you know, (laughs) most of the message with me. But uh, hopefully some of this is kind of clicking and making you kind of take a step back and, and really take in inventory of where your thought process is if you're on the battlefield right now and you feel like you've got a, a ton of stuff coming at you and you're just thinking, man, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to win this battle. Um, remember, the thing is, hey, if, if we know Jesus, man, if we have asked Jesus and he is our Lord and Savior, the battle is won. Okay, so at the end of the day, if you're thinking, I don't know if I'm going to win this battle, if you don't know Jesus, I'm going to tell you right now, you're on the losing end. Okay, I know, just real talk, real talk. Um, yeah, real story right there. But if you know Jesus, yes, you're going to be in battles, and, and sometimes you're going to see victories, but sometimes you're going to lose the battle. You know, not like, like I said before, God is not going to give us victory in every single battle on this side of eternity. There's going to be some stuff that we go, man, like I, I lost that battle. We know people that have lost the battle to cancer, like really good, godly, just grounded people that for, I mean, they, they get cancer for no good reason because cancer doesn't discriminate and they lose that battle. But, but, uh, and maybe we should start saying we win the war right? Like we're going to go through battles, but as Christians, we win the war, right? Like a, a war may be compiled of many battles that we're going through and we're, yeah, we're going to win some, we're going to lose some. But if you know Jesus and he is the Lord of your life, girl, brah, like you win at the end of the day, you stinking win. So, um, here's what I, I, this is truly, truly, truly what I think. I think that God is honored the most when we praise him for the win and praise him through the loss, right? Like I know uh, Sarah Roberts years ago when um, she was she was telling us a, a story about, uh, I guess, ministering to the Oklahoma softball team. And it was that year that they lost to Alabama and, and if you get you know, like the rain and you know, the delay and all this kind of like, it just kind of felt like everything was going, you know, against them. But uh, Sarah talks about being on the field with the players. And I mean, biggest stage that's that college softball has college 
Women's College World Series, right? And she was just kind of sitting there going, man, you know, like, what do you say? As, as a chaplain, like, these kids have, I mean, they have worked incredibly hard for this and, you know, for a couple things not to go their way, and it, and it kind of all fall apart in her mind. She was thinking, what, what do I tell these kids? What do I tell this team? And that has just stuck with me for a long time. She said, hey, we, we praise God when we win, and we, we praise God, you know, through the losses. Like, that. that's what we do. We praise God no matter what. God is not good only when we win. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good, right? So um, I think at the end of the day, God is, is he's just honored. He's honored the most when we praise him no matter what. Praise him when we win. Praise him through the losses. So back to David and Goliath. David did defeat Goliath, but... As we all know, if you've read anything about David's life, he also had some major losses that really wrecked him. And again, the war is won. The war's won. In the end, we get to spend eternity with our maker. And that, I, talk about being jacked up. Like, I cannot wait. Like, I am all jacked up to spend forever with Jesus, to spend eternity in heaven. Um, like, I, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, So in the meantime, go into each battle, whether you are the underdog or whether you're the top dog, praising God for who he is and what he has done and what he will do, right? So, man, all this because, because of college football. Crazy, crazy for feeling so lonely. Y'all know who that is? Y'all know? Come on, little Patsy Cline. Come on. All right, look her up. She was good. Old school, but good. Never, Patsy Cline never goes out of style, okay? So there you go. You learned a couple of things today. Man, I hope you guys, I hope you have a great rest of the week, and I hope this helps somebody. I am praying for you guys and just thankful, thankful that I get to do this and thankful that God continues to speak to me in a way that that hopefully, you know, I can continue to share this. And, and if it speaks to me, like I say all the time, if it speaks to me, hopefully it's speaking to somebody else as well. So here is to having a great rest of the week. And here is to spending the rest of the week all jacked up. Mm-hmm.